everyone. This is your host, Brittany, and thank you for joining me on this week's episode of PCAT and Pre-Pharmacy Podcast, where we talk about everything pharmacy from the pre-pharmacy journey to life after pharmacy school. This week's episode is our second installment of our productivity series in collaboration with PhD candidate, mom, wife, and business owner, Shannon. This week's episode also includes a visual component, so make sure to hop on over to Crack PCAT YouTube channel. I'll leave a link in the description box below. But before we get started, I just want to remind you to check out crackpcat.com for all of your study materials. Once signing up, you not only get access to the study materials and computer-based practice exams, but you get um, access to materials such as a list of all of the School of Pharmacy application requirements that are in the United States and so much more. So make sure to use discount code PODCAST at checkout to receive 10% off. Now let's get started with the show. All right. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this week's episode again. I told you guys our organization uh, series is going to be in two to three different parts. So this week, um, well, piggybacking on last week's episode, um, we last talked about how what our current organization systems are and how we're using them and incorporating into like balancing school. Um, Because last week I did introduce Shannon, who's been on the show before. Uh, She's a mom and a business owner and a PhD student. And as you guys know that I am a first year pharmacy student and I have a bunch of other stuff going on. (laughs) (laughs) but I I really can't speak for Shannon when I say that when school started for me as organized as I thought I was like it just blew my organization system out of the park like I had to start from scratch and start all over because things just weren't in place like I thought they were were for me because it was working in everyday life but it wasn't really working for my new graduate program Right. Um, so just comparing uh, the amount of organization I had had to have in my current program, in previous programs, um, I do just want to note that we are both in an online program. Yes. Um, so I do want to ask Shannon, um, how do you um, like compare your organization system before you were starting um, your PhD program to now? It really hasn't changed much. It's just, it's evolved with our evolution of technology and how society uses technology, I would say. Um, I will say my PhD program was the first time that I had went all online for classes. Mm -hmm. Um, In my master's program, I purposely made myself, because I was that diehard traditional student, like, no, I'm going to class. And I'm not taking the online classes, but for some reason, when I got into my master's program, something told me, you need to at least take one or two online classes. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, though, some of the classes that I had to take, they were only online or they were hybrid. So, you know, lucky enough for me, I got into that routine then. But it really hasn't changed much. Um, the biggest difference that has really I guess we would have changed in the past maybe month, I would say. I had to kind of reevaluate 
um, what systems I was using for my PhD program. Cause I know um, last time we talked, I, you know, was on break mm -hmm. and I'm not on break anymore. <laughs> Back in class. And I wanted to, I had too many systems. Mm -hmm. I was trying, I'm not gonna say I had too many systems. I was trying out too many new things. Mm -hmm. And instead of me, you know, trying the system and sticking with it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this for a week and I'm gonna try this one. And then, okay, I'm gonna try this one. And it was just, it was getting to be way too much. So what I started doing was reevaluating what worked for me in the past and what didn't work. And what didn't really work was that I wasn't using my e-systems as much as I should have. Um, I'm always paper and pencil all day, you know, paper or paper and pen rather all day. But I was I wanted to pair an online system with my actual planner and I wasn't doing that at all. So I started going back and really looking at all my calendars. Um, I have a Google calendar, mm -hmm. I have an Outlook calendar, and I started resyncing everything. So I went through, gave things labels. I started color coding things. Um, and being a mom and a business owner, I try really hard to not put my family in my planner. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to have something separate. I didn't want them in my mm -hmm. professional development planner, but I didn't want to have another planner either. And I didn't want to just put all my family stuff on an online system because that was just not going to work. So eventually I had to cave in and I had to start syncing family stuff to my work calendar so I can see everything. Mm -hmm. I had to start syncing my personal stuff to my work calendar so I can see everything, school. So I had to basically combine everything and just sync it. Mm -hmm. And I'm still playing around with the system now. I'm just kind of getting to the, the habit of using it and putting things into that system because we always have our phones handy first, mm -hmm. you know, way before I pick up, you know, my planner. Mm -hmm. And this is a new one, by the way. <laughs> it was a Christmas gift for myself. Um, so I had to learn to, okay, let's put the appointments in here and then we can go back and put them into the planner later. Um, so... I've been just resyncing everything, aligning everything, um, creating more streamlined family accounts, and then adding everything into my system to make it more effective for me. I just had to come to the realization that I can't separate things, especially with where we are now with COVID. A lot of people are working from home. Mm -hmm. So our home lives, our, our, our home lives and our work lives are bleeding into mm -hmm. everything. And you know, for those of us that are in school, it, everything's just melting together. Mm -hmm. So I had to really rethink what's going to be the best way for me to have a system where everything is in one place, but it's not going to be overwhelming for me. Mm -hmm. So that's when I came to the realization that I had to start looking at my e-calendars and my e-systems and using those more effectively with my planner. And another thing to me and my husband decided to do was I have what's called a Todoist account, mm -hmm. which I don't know if you have one um, as well. I tried it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I really, I love it. I, I, I was going to say we 
need to use it for our, you know, our, our, you know, our collaborations and put, to, I, lo I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can use it. I use different stuff for different partnerships. But when I try to use it on my own, I just like the, we have a to-do app on the uh, iPhone. iPhone, mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is a duplication of that. So I might as well just use Yeah, I, I love to do is I, any, I use it more so for business stuff. I don't use it for school. I use it more so for business. But what we've been, me and my husband have been doing is I created one for the family. So we'll add tasks in there that we need to get done or do so we can just go to the to-do list and then it'll pop up in our email, you know, and we add it that way. So utilizing e-systems more effectively for that kind of fast on the go thing has really helped. But now I need to get in the habit of making sure I put it into my regular planner yeah. because I think that's where the disconnect falls is that you get so accustomed to one system that you don't incorporate, you know, both of them together. Yeah, I definitely can um, attest to that because I have been using my to-do list um, app on my phone a lot more. And just last night, I was like, I need to write this down in my planner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it has, um, you could put a date on there, you could put a time, yep. I want you to remind you, do you want them to remind you when you leave a certain location? And I find myself because my planner is so big, I don't really carry it around with me everywhere <laughs> right right so I just write it down on my phone and my phone is always with me but I am trying to use this more because I found especially with me moving and having to coordinate my systems all over again I needed to sit down and really deep dive plan into right know, things that I need to get done and I need to start using my planner more <laughs> right and I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think, did I bring mine over here? Is it upstairs? Oh, I must have left that one upstairs. So I actually, um, at, well, as you know, since the last time, you know, we met, I became a tall um, brand ambassador for Office Depot. So when they sent me my package, it came with a half letter notebook. Okay. So I was thinking like, what, what am I going to do with this? I, I have planning system I gotta try to incorporate this in there too so I was thinking you know what I'm gonna do what my husband does my husband he does have his planner too but he also has a brain dumping notebook where he can just like journal his ideas and thoughts or just quick things mm -hmm. and I figured you know what sometimes we don't need our planners we just need a notebook mm -hmm. that, that we can just put everything in and then we can transfer that to our planner. Mm -hmm. So even, and, it, and sometimes some people may think like, okay, oh, that's too much writing, that's redundant. But how do we build habits? Mm -hmm. We have to keep repeatedly doing them in order to make things a habit. Mm -hmm. So that's what I started doing. I created what I like to call an inboxing notebook system. Mm -hmm. And what all I did was I took, um, my cloth and paper inbox dashboard and I put it into that planner and it's and I just divided I had some dividers and I just divided them up and divided the paper up into sections and I use that for just quick things if I don't want to have my planner because you know even though mine is it's still thick you know and I, I love this thing I really do but sometimes I don't want to you know carry this thing around yeah. or um if I'm just sitting in the bed and I just want to write, having my planner, 
you know, you have all these different sections in here. So, you know, you start drifting into other areas instead of focusing on what you need to focus on. Yeah. So that's when I started saying, okay, I'm gonna use this notebook for okay. it, okay. you know, and, and just kind of build on it that way. Okay. And I definitely can say up to this point, well, I think I've had multiple planners before, but I think it was only for like personal and finance. Um, I've tried the multiple planner thing and it was just too much. <laughs> it can be too much. It really can. It, it can. But I think what we don't do, and this is something that I've been really looking into for more so for myself, is I don't think we give our planners titles or subjects or mm -hmm. give them a quote unquote job to do. Mm -hmm. So like, I wanted to have just the one planner, you know, but then it's like, it's too much. Sometimes looking at everything on one page, it's, it, it, my anxiety goes up, I'm overwhelmed. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna put this aside. I'm not gonna deal with any of it. So I find that if I develop a specific system for certain things, mm -hmm. then it works better for me. So like this year, I wanted to focus and be more strategic and dedicated to my finances. Mm -hmm. So I figured I need to give my finances a separate area, you know, than just a section in my planner. Okay. So I created a whole A5, you know, um, system for finances, but it's much more detailed than just a financial section of my planner okay. and the thing is I only use it maybe once a month or once a quarter because it's where you're updating at all your finances it's not the day-to-day -day stuff the day-to-day -day stuff I keep in my main planner mm -hmm. but that big stuff like you know you paying off your debt you know your savings all that stuff mm -hmm. that's in a separate planner where I can sit down and focus solely on that yeah and I found that that makes me more dedicated and wanting to actually use that system more yeah, definitely. I found that um, I used to just use like the Erin Condren planners where they're spiral bound and you can't yeah. really do much um, organization. And then I found right. ring bound, which I am in love with because you can organize it any way you want. Exactly. And initially, I thought that was overwhelming. That's why it took me so long. I know I talked to you about my A5 like forever, but I was just scared. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, I don't know where to start. It's just you, you're making a whole planner for yourself. And that's why I use Happy Planner for so long, because it helped me ease into finding the sections that I want. And instead of having multiple right. planners, I just have multiple sections in one planner. Right. When I started pharmacy school, I needed something totally different. Like, this is my school planner. Because I got I mine found, too. <laughs> because I found myself... The organization system, okay, I don't know if we want to get technical or things like that, but different planners have different layouts for people who don't know. And yes. Some people like uh, maybe horizontal lines or some people like their days to be broken up vertically and things like that. But for school, I found myself making a lot of lists and I needed to know deadlines. So on for school for right now, I use like a week on one page where it just shows all the days of the week and I can write down my deadlines. And then I use a daily page that breaks down everything I need to do for that day. And then it has my to-do list for that day because before gotcha. that, 
Um, I think it's showing on my Instagram. I was using an hourly setup in every day. Yeah, because you said you was loving the hourly setup. I was. Okay, so before I got into pharmacy school, that's what I was using. And I was still, you know, taking prerequisite classes. I left. But once I got to pharmacy school, it became overwhelming. (laughs) Because I had all this stuff on these two pages. And say I didn't get my to-do list done for Monday. And then my to-do list for Tuesday was already filled up. I had to move things. It was very overwhelming. So I found making these daily lists um, a little bit more manageable for my anxiety. And kind of just a little bit more manageable for me not having to transfer task over to the next day because I can see exactly how much time I have how long this class is and when I have this meeting and what I can actually get done and I feel like even before you start with that you need to kind of know how long it takes you to do something so you can know okay I can make this phone call between this class because it's 20 minutes before class but I'm not going to be able to do this assignment because it's going right. to be forever so I had to learn and that's what everyday life not even just school things um especially using the hourly I had to figure out what I can do when exactly definitely, definitely. and and I know for me with school I wanted a separate system period for school because I my my issue <laughs> that we were just talking about prior to starting. It was turning this stuff late. Um, so uh, while my grades did not suffer from that, my anxiety did. And I told my husband, I can't be clutch no more when it comes to turning in these assignments. It's just, it's just not going to work for me. So I wanted to create a very, very minimal, simple, not over the top, all the dashboards in the world kind of system where it was literally just my day-to-day for um, school. And then it was my um, projects and or discussions. Mm -hmm. And maybe if I had like a meeting or something, you know, some meeting notes. So what I did was, and I had to go back to my hard um, bound happy planner cover because it was just, this was just getting too heavy. <laughs> and I didn't want to put it in a case yeah. or anything. I just wanted to be able to grab it and work in it. Mm-hmm. But the um, the cover that I had on it, it was just, it wasn't holding it sturdy enough for me. Yeah. So what I did, I put, that popped this back on and it's not coming off because we all know we keep popping these on and off. <laughs> but those of us that have these, we know what happens. They start yeah. cracking. So Yeah, mine's cracked, but I still love it. Yeah. So it's like, no, we're not going to take this off anymore. It's going to stay on here. So I had to even increase my ring size. I put, um, (laughs) I put my tall rings on here. So I was like, I was, thank God that they sent me some new rings. I was like, oh, I need some anyway, because I need, you know, more space in here. So what I started using was, um, I purchased some cloth and paper, um, top tab monthly dividers and I put the first oh, okay yeah all the way up to June I put um basically the first six months of the year in here mm-hmm. and then I went and purchased which I absolutely love their um week on four page inserts oh, which yeah, these things are amazing I think I told you you need to look at these too yeah. these are amazing because it's literally like it's the system that you use currently it's just a whole bunch of like lists and 
what I like to do is because I was like you too, I would look at it and say, oh my God, I got all this stuff to do and I didn't do it on Monday. And then it's like, crap, I got to move it to Tuesday. And then what if I decide to not do anything on Tuesday? I got to move it. So what I started doing was even if I did not have anything scheduled for that day, I would literally look at my entire week for school. And then I would start just writing everything that needs to get done. So I use the entire like spread as one huge to-do list for the whole week. Okay. Granted, this one is empty because clearly I haven't updated it. So we're not going to pay attention to that. But that's what I did. I just went through and I put everything that needed to get done. And the, the critical things that I know, like the deadline things, like I know every Thursday, my discussions are due. Mm-hmm. I know every Sunday, my assignments are due. So those are etched in stone. Mm-hmm. But throughout the rest of the week, I'll just put, you know, what I need to read, what I need to do, and things like that. Um, you know, so that way, I can, um, you know, just make sure I had everything together. See, I think that was the difference between my master's program. My master's program is kind of set up like your PhD program where things were set. Okay. My discussions were set on Wednesday and then my uh, like assignments were due on Sunday. So I really didn't have issues transitioning into what planner system I was using. Uh, it didn't become a problem until things were due on different days and I was back in seven classes like undergrad. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, everybody wanted something different, even though we had class on Tuesday, the assignment was due on Wednesday, and I just needed somewhere (laughs) like I'm working on my color code system right now because I think I'm just gonna go back into color coding. Um, I'm trying, I can't do color coding, it's too much for me, even with like it is that's what I'm trying to use muted colors because I don't like yellow highlighters, I don't like (laughs) highlighters. (laughs) I think for me, it's I just have to just write it. I feel like if I start highlighting things and adding other little like nuances on the page for me, and this is just me, I can't focus. I'm like, oh, let me highlight this. And oh, and then I'm worried about highlighting things versus writing things into my planner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I prefer, I'm not going to say structure. I do like structure. Mm-hmm. I prefer a structure-based layout with some freedom. Okay. Okay. You know, with some freedom, because I do need some type of guide. I prefer a guide. I say I don't need it, but I prefer one. And, you know, I could just write everything, you know, out. And then also another thing that I'm learning too, that my husband is teaching me is when I have a day that I don't do anything, I'm not going to go back and write anything on there. So (laughs) because it's a planner though, and we're like, oh, we have to write in it. You know, like something has to be there. So what I started doing (laughs) was... I would take just a, um, just a, my pen and I would just write a long line oh. just going straight down the day Nothing. just to say, I just took a day, <laughs> nothing. So I can say, at least I wrote in it. I, I you know, it's creating that habit of, did you write in your planner? Yeah, I wrote, I didn't do nothing. I just put a line <laughs> through that day and call and call it a day, you know, but at the same time though, what this will teach me is let's look and see how many days have you just put lines through mm. where you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> so yeah. I like doing that because it does, it does help me. Yeah, It does help a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, my, I, I love, 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 love 
this this here. Like I said, I used the uh, week on four pages, which is amazing. And that's really all I have in here. And then I use what I started to do though, and this is different for me anyway. I because I know we were talking about notebooks and everything else. So I didn't, I wanted to have something where I could have like my planner and a notebook per se for school. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really want like note pages for real. Because I purchased <laughs> what that's what I think. Wait, before we start talking about notes, because that is the next point. Let me just cap off the planner. Because you was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> what does that mean? So for people out there that had a certain planner system, and because this happened to me and I kind of got behind because I didn't know how to organize things Mm -hmm. um when my planner when I found that my planner system needed to change from what I was using there is nothing wrong with you you just need to find another system that works yes that put me behind like the first three weeks of class because I'm like I feel like I've never organized my life before I don't know what is going on and it took me a full well, even all last year, because we were transitioning to online, some things were live, some things weren't live. You just needed to schedule things more detailed because right, basically on you because we were transitioning to online last year. And I was just like, I feel like I've never used a plan before. I don't know. Oh, my God. And I that's, think I that's what we was just talking about. <laughs> I know just I like do all last year. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. And, and that's why I was like, <laughs> no, just, just leave it alone. Don't touch it. it and then just, I look on Instagram and like, didn't I tell Brittany not to take her stuff? And she said, here, I did this. And I'm like, I told her. Just yes, breathe a minute. It literally took me all last year to figure out this system. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad I did go through that transition, but I thought it was something wrong with me. And it was nothing wrong with me. I just needed to evolve. You outgrew your system. Yeah. And it's okay. It's totally okay to do that. And I think that's why it's important to have just a regular notebook around. Just so that way, and that's what I'm learning because again. So I had the hubby grab my tool. No, my this is my M, but the inboxing system that I created. Mm. So literally, I just have the inbox dashboard here from Coffee Paper, and it's just blank top tabs okay. and some tall note pages. Okay. So if and I'm praying this does not happen this year because I went through the same thing you did. I don't want to change my system anymore because that does that takes. Number one, it's fun. Yeah, we're not gonna sit here and pretend that it that it was all stressful it was fun because you get a chance to explore things and test out new systems and new answers and all that stuff however after a while mm-hmm. you do start to lose your focus because yeah. then you're yeah. switching <laughs> you're, you're then writing on the insert maybe for like two three days and it's like oh I found another insert let me switch it out so instead of you using what you have you then start creating a bad habit of not planning but then just switching out stuff and then you never really get a chance to see if your system really works because when when I develop planning systems for my clients Mm -hmm. I utilize specific inserts to go along with that system Mm -hmm. so if you have a certain system you know in your mind where you want to you know use this for planning or for finances or whatever and then you start changing the inserts up it starts altering the original system that you created Mm -hmm. because 
the new inserts may not work for your system because in your mind and how you developed it, you had certain inserts for certain things within that system. Mm -hmm. So it starts changing things up. So if get a notebook, people, <laughs> get you a notebook and just keep it. You don't have to write in this every day. Just keep it off to the side somewhere. And if you do decide to start changing your system up, maybe get you some undated daily inserts or just get you some note pages or something and just start writing down your schedule in the notebook. So that way, number one, you're not falling off because when you start deconstructing your planning system, you're not using the planner mm -hmm. because it's kind of like, let me pause on this and then let me get it together. Then I'll start writing in it. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened with me. I could not I had this amazing system for myself it incorporated my school schedule my work schedule the home life but I kept switching and using inserts it was fun <laughs> I loved it as a part of my my consulting business because I had to try out different inserts for my clients I'm always, I said this before, I don't like recommending inserts or planner companies to my clients if I have never used them myself. Mm -hmm. So while I had a great time last year <laughs> and my husband was like, yeah, go ahead, buy all the planner stuff you want. I'm like, yes, endless budget of planner stuff. <laughs> it was fun at first, but it hurt me in the long run, not sticking to mm -hmm. a system when it came to inserts. No. That hurt because I... If you look at my old planner from last year, it's multiple inserts for different things and the layouts are different. So I had to change it, maybe how I wrote things or how I took notes. Mm -hmm. So when I finalized my system <laughs> over the weekend, after I had, you know, my dental surgery and all that stuff and got back into school, I felt much better. And I told my husband I am not. My goal for this year is to not change my system, meaning I, at least for the first two quarters of the year, because I can't make any promises when a new planning stuff starts coming out over the <laughs> summer. I don't know. But at least for the first six months of the year, I am not going to change my inserts. Mm -hmm. So then I had to dig through all of my inserts. <laughs> and I don't know if you're like me, but when it comes to, I know we've spoken on our anxieties and what I'm learning for me as a trigger is if I feel overwhelmed in my mind, mm -hmm. physically something in my, maybe my office or my home, mm -hmm. I'm looking at that as, okay, is it too much clutter? Do I have, you know, like with my kids, do I have extra baby clothes laying around and I got a, you know, almost a three-year-old now, you know, do I need to get rid of his stuff in my office? Do I have too many notebooks and planners out? Do I have too many inserts? Do I need to get rid of some stuff? So I started going through and cleaning out all of my planner, note, my note pages, my planner inserts, my notebooks, and either giving them away mm -hmm. or um, emailing some of my, even my, um, the ones that I sent you, mm -hmm. get, getting rid of those. And I might have some more. I don't know, but I'm just, I have to clean out my files. I had to clean out everything. So that way it will make me use what I already have. Okay. And that has really helped me even with my anxiety, because now it's like, this is, this is all I have. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going to use. Okay. I don't have anything else. And, you know, now it's like, let's stick to this system. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure this system works. And if it doesn't work, then the second half of the year, we can switch it. Okay. 
Yeah, and what she means by inserts, I'm not sure if all planner people are gonna watch this, our students. It's just that when you have a system that you can switch out, you it's like the paper in the These are the inserts that goes in the planner. Some people like ring bound. Like I, I had somebody message me on Instagram, um, and I was like, "Do you want a ring bound system, or do you want something that you can customize?" And she told me she wanted ring bound because she really didn't want to mess with all of that. And I sent her some companies that I thought she may have liked, and she actually brought two planners that I recommended for her. So it just depends on what you like, but inserts mean the the inserts that you're putting in your planner that yep, you can like, customize like a binder or a ring system. Yep. Cause you're literally inserting them yeah. into a lot of the planner terminology people like seriously, it's, it's very direct. It's yeah. not, it's not meant to trick you. It's not meant to make, you know, when we say inserts it's literally a paper that you insert into the planning system. Or when we yeah. say gel pens, we're literally talking about a pen that has, you know, gel ink is not <laughs> about stickers or sticky notes. We're literally talking about stickers and sticky notes. It's not, Cause some people are like, is that what you really mean? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is that, you know, planners are nothing but baby binders mm -hmm. with different, you know, ways of putting paper in it. Yeah, basically. So on your note taking system, I know my note taking has changed. Um, I mean, I had I'm to write down mine too. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, what am I using? I was like, well, let me write this down before I forget anything. <laughs> For my note-taking system in undergrad and grad, well, oh, it's definitely changed. For undergrad, I think I used, I don't really remember, but I'm sure I used like multiple notebooks, like for each class. For grad school, oh since it was an online program, I think I used one, no, I'm going to say one and a half, one and a half single subject notebooks because we had papers and discussions and things like that. So it really wasn't note-taking because I printed out like the articles and things like that and yeah it. and um so I really didn't have to like take a bunch of notes I just you know typed it up on the computer or highlight something um maybe like bio stats or something I had to take right right like that. so I think all the way up into almost the last couple of classes I used one one single notebook and this is a two-year program but for my professional program for a pharmacy school, I tried to do everything on my iPad. I had the, what is it, Notability, and it's another app that I was using. I'm like, I want everything. I knew I wanted everything in one place. Mm -hmm. so the best way to have everything in one place is to have it on my iPad. But for, even though I was writing it down, it wasn't connecting with my brain what I was writing. Yeah. Down. So I ended up using, and I felt I found this out before a test, even though that was very bad. <laughs> I ended up using a multi-subject notebook, and each class had its own little section in it. And uh -huh. I did a couple of classes like medical terminology and communication, so I really didn't have to take a lot of notes. But I I put each section in one notebook, and um, I used that because I found me writing it on paper helped it connect better with what I was reading. Yes, I annotated, you know, like my PowerPoints on my um, on my iPad still, but when it came down to studying and really figuring out what the information is, I had to use a piece of paper because the iPad, it wasn't connecting. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing people forget. Yeah, we're, technology is great. It's amazing. However, there are actual studies out there that show <laughs> that when you actually take a pen 
and a piece of paper and you write things down, number one, it does help you retain the information you know, better. Two, you are able to actually become more creative when you're writing because then you start letting your mind kind of flow and, you know, go deeper into whatever it is that you're writing. Mm-hmm. When you're typing, you're, it's, it's a quick fix thing, you know, because that's what our phones are. It's like texting. Texting is just real quick. When you send, when you type an email, I'm not, well, for some people, because some people write emails when they do text. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that long of a, you know, message. But te- technically, when you do a text message, it's just a quick message. When you do an email, just for example, if, you know, just sticking within the electronic, you know, realm, email is a little bit longer than a text message. Mm-hmm. And you're actually able to think out what it is you want to say more in a, in an email than it is in text message. Text message is more shorthand versus email, you're actually you know, using real words per se. But when you're writing, you're actually stimulating, you know, you know, things in your mind and in the process of actually journaling and getting things out. So yeah, you still need a notebook. (laughs) Now, for me, I did not want to purchase a new tablet. Brittany is an is um I I um phone user. She's our Apple. I'm Android. So, and we love each other. We love each other. We're part of two different Greek organizations too, but we still love each other. So, you know, doesn't matter. We still love each other. But I refused. I did not. I did not want to buy another tablet. I didn't want to. I, like, I refused to do it. But I don't know what system you use for um your your um your textbooks. But I use Bookshelf. Bookshelf has a it's, it's an it's through Vitasource. Okay. It's called the Bookshelf app. It's an amazing app, and actually you can create a notebook within your textbook. Oh. So if you're looking at a page that has a definition on it, you can actually create a notebook and elaborate more on that definition for your own understanding. Oh, okay. I love it. Love I love the app. And I was using it on my phone, but then my phone's not all that, it's not big enough to be yeah. for me reading <laughs> stuff. And I'm sitting up at night, all close like this, squinting with my glasses on. I'm like, okay, no. And I wasn't about to grab my laptop okay. to do it. So I had to break down and I had to get, you know, a Kindle. I ended up getting, you know, and I, I wanted to find something that was compatible to. Yeah. you know what I can use the um the bookshelf app with so I ended up purchasing the Kindle HD Fire 8 plus mm-hmm. which is the one that did when that came out the end of last year okay. and I ended up getting um a stylus to go with it okay so that way I can take notes mm-hmm. um so as far as like my electronic note taking system because I didn't really have one <laughs> I do but I don't I use one note Okay. OneNote is my best friend. I love OneNote to death. I guess. Figure it out. It's just I, like sticky notes. Okay, we got to talk after. It's just like little sticky notes. <laughs> I set it up in the beginning of the school year. And just the way you have to put the words in the little boxes, like it just wasn't free flowing. I couldn't. I didn't. It didn't. Okay, so you were literally using the notebook side of it. Right. So there's two sides of it, though. Oh. There's the notebook side and there's the sticky note side. 
maybe the notebook is for more elaborated notes uh-huh. use the sticky notes for more quick you know kind of note taking okay. stuff because i made I, like a notebook for p1 yep. fall and then i had each class little tabbed off uh-huh it just wasn't typing as fast as i was typing so <laughs> this is what you do this is what i figured out because i do i get that what i a trick that i learned with it was you put everything in a sticky note copy and paste it into the notebook oh okay that's what I've been doing because it does, it's different on your phone than it is on, on the, uh, on your laptop, as far mm-hmm. as how you, you know, type it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I found, cause I even use that when I'm doing my discussions. If it's like a quick discussion for class and I know I can answer it within like maybe an hour instead of pulling out my laptop, mm-hmm. I'll open up a sticky note on my OneNote, pull the, you know, copy and paste it from the website. And then, you know, I'm putting everything down, answering it, doing my references, all that stuff. Um, and it's nice. I use it. That's, that's how I use it for now. What I use the notebooks for on OneNote is for notes that I want to keep okay. stuff that I really need to keep. That's what I use them for. So if it's a, on my sticky notes, if it's something like a task that I need to do for the week or a discussion, I'll leave it there for that week and then I'll get rid of it. But if it's something that I know I want to keep, then I'll copy it from the sticky note, paste it into the notebook and then close the notebook out. Okay. So that's what I've used it for. And I love it. it. It works. But with the Kindle, I forgot that it's not, it's Amazon. It's not mm-hmm. Android. So, um, you know, it's, it's different where you, instead of you going to like the Google Play Store, you have to go to the Apple, not the Apple, but the um, Amazon store to download okay. things. So, and this is why I didn't want to get the tablet. <laughs> Just letting y'all know. Because I'm thinking, okay, well, I just download all my OneNote, you know, I'll download this, download that, you know, sync all my systems, then I can stop using my phone, I can use, you know, my Kindle. Well, again, you have to use the Amazon store. So I had to download different apps that Amazon has that Google may not have or vice versa. Okay. So for example, my OneNote, they don't have Microsoft OneNote just by itself as an app in the Amazon store. Okay. So they have like the Microsoft Office. I can do mm-hmm. like my Outlook, things like that. But there's certain, you know, and I'm sure it has to do with the licensing and things like that because Amazon has their own stuff. So I had to re-download Evernote. Oh, okay. I used to use that. So, yeah. So I re-downloaded that so I can't take my, um, my notes. But then I didn't like it. I remember why I didn't like it. I just, and I was like, yeah, I'm not using this. So my husband found an app and I'm trying to think of the name of it. I think it is Ink. Ink, Incredible. Thank you. It's Incredible. (laughs) And it's an amazing app. And you literally have my stylus and you can write on, you know, on the actual, you know, your Kindle or whatever. And you can, um, it's just like a big note page. Oh, okay. And, and it's a, just a different system. It's really nice. Okay. And I, I like it a lot. So I'll be using that for my note-taking system um, for more elaborated notes mm-hmm. that I want to look at really quickly versus what I use in my um, bookshelf app. Okay. My bookshelf app is just for when I'm reading the textbooks. Mm-hmm. And I want to just put down a quick note so I'll remember it before I forget it but I wanted to have a system where I'm just if I'm taking notes it kind of pairs with my my physical notebook okay 
So again, some people may think, oh my God, you have like an electronic notebook and a physical notebook. But again, you need both because sometimes, let's be honest, I'm not going to write. I don't feel like it sometimes, but sometimes <laughs> you need to, you have to make yourself do it. Yeah. So I have, you know, these two that go, you know, together. Um, so that's what I use. And as far as this one, like I said, this one here is just literally just a notebook for any and all ideas. Okay. I am learning to not be so structured with myself when it comes to my note taking. Mm -hmm. um, so meaning that I'm not going to have a section in here for, um, for school notes. I'm not going to have a section in here for work notes. Okay. I'm just going to write. This is not okay. a structured notebook. It's just for me to get my thoughts out. Okay. You know, the only tabs I have in here is for like my inbox and I have some graph paper in the front mm -hmm. and then I have a section just that has my regular line paper and that's it. Okay. You know, so that's what I use this for. Now, before well, I, when I confused you. papers that aren't notes. Hey, that's what I said. That's what I was getting ready to get to. That was when I confused you. <laughs> I did not want to use a regular notebook for school. Okay. I didn't because, uh, or no, no inserts, no pages. I just didn't want to do it because I found that I just wasn't using them. Okay. I just wasn't. Um, you know, I tried it. It wasn't working. So I'm like, screw that. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend the money on something I know I'm not using, but I needed some type of note-taking system still for like my discussions and my projects. So what I decided to do was instead of using note pages or note inserts in my planner, I decided to use my cloth and paper project management inserts. Okay, okay. So what I'm doing with these is um, at the top, it has like contact or collaboration with, so I'll put maybe like the assignment or discussion, you know, here. Okay. And then where it says content overview, I may put what the actual week's like, theme or objective was. Okay. And then I can write down here the tasks that I need to do. Maybe, you know, get five um, additional articles for okay. it. On the back, it has the timeline piece. I can use that or not. Doesn't really matter. Um, I can put, you know, deadlines here, you know, saying when I may want to have an assignment or a discussion completed. And then down here, I can write down my notes as far as ideas or thoughts that I may have from articles or from discussions from my classmates or things like that. So I'm using these as my notes, my note taking system for my classes. Okay. Something that was a little bit more structured, but at the same time, they had a little free flowing kind of feel to it. Okay. And again, I wasn't using regular notepad. I had the Cornell style note, note pages and I wasn't using them at all. So <laughs> I gave those to my husband, which he was really appreciative and happy <laughs> because he's a note page hoarder, kind of like myself. <laughs> and I created a note um, notebook for him and I gave it to him. But that's what I meant by I didn't want a notebook or note pages. I just, I'm using project management inserts to do my notes for my discussions and for my assignments. Okay. All right. Well, we did um, the differences between our organization systems and then our note-taking systems. So I'm gonna kind of let Shannon take over the introduction to self-management. So she's the planner organization connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> So when I started, um, and this is before I even started my company, A Journey in Becoming, 
when I, this was in 2017. So you're talking about what, almost four years ago now. Um, my husband, you know, told me, go ahead, just, you know, leave your corporate job, you know, do your PhD, do your business. And I was like, okay, that's great. I'll do it. No problem. You know, I've been doing career development, professional development for at that time, um, you know, over 10 years. I'm like, okay, this will be easy. I can, you know, work from home. I can create a system for myself and I can do this and do that. And, and then I, I started doing it and I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I'm used to having, I'm used to, you know, going physically yeah. to an office and having, you know, my, my tasks there based on, you know, my, the job descriptions or the appointments that I had or any of the events I had to plan and things like that. And I literally was freaking out because I'm like, I don't know what to do with my day. You know, I, I'm, I'm now creating a company um, as far as school, school had its own structure. So that was fine. But it's not like I had to do school stuff all day, every day. Mm-hmm. You know, so especially being in an online program, you know, it's up to your discretion, how you map out, you know, you get your readings done and things like that. So I was thinking, oh, crap. How am I going to do this? I don't have anybody to tell me how to do what, what I'm supposed to do. And granted, my old um, my old manager, who is a mentor of mine, she was in the micromanager. You know, she her whole thing was, you know, your job description, you know what you're supposed to be doing. I'm not going to stand here and I'm not going to I'm not going to micromanage you. Yeah. You know, even to down to the schedule as far as the time that we had to be in the office. She said she always got to work, I believe, by either 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. She said, as long as you beat me to work, I don't care. I don't care what time you get here, but you better beat me to work and your work better be done, you know? So I had, I, I, it was a free kind of flowing thing that was going on. And me being a career development, professional development, you know, professional, I didn't know what to do. I had to now create a system for myself. I was so used to doing it for other people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh God, what am I going to do? So being the academic that I am and loving research, I was like, oh, well, let's just start Googling and researching, you know, what do CEOs do in a day? You know, so I started researching it. And um, I tell everybody this, um, Jack Dorsey from Twitter, the owner, of, um, founder of Twitter, Twitter um, has an amazing system I love I love his I don't know if it's changed or not I'll send you the link to the article mm-hmm. um so you can share it I don't know if his system has changed or not because again when I found this article this was four years ago and I don't remember when it was written but I just loved how he did his system he had themed days oh, yeah. for the week so and I think I was telling you about this before so he has like Monday maybe operations Tuesday maybe marketing mm-hmm. Wednesday maybe his meetings but he did not do anything that was outside of operations or outside of marketing. He only stuck to that because multitasking is not our friend. Yeah. We can't multitask because we forget stuff. And as much as we think we we doing the most and we getting everything done, we're not. We are failing when you multitask. <laughs> um, so I had to really think of a way to structure my my work week and then break it down to my work day. So when I found out how he structured his schedule, I kind of took what he did and I, you know, incorporated my own style with it. 
And I was like, oh, you know, this is, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking this is self-managing. You know, I'm managing myself. I got this, not realizing this was an actual thing. I didn't know that self-management was a thing, you know? So I wanted, in, in, in developing my own self-management plan and style, and I became so good at it and it just flowed freely for me. I wanted to incorporate that with my business and helping people design their own planning systems. Um, you know, so that's how I started doing a journey and becoming and doing the planner systems and doing self-management. Um, so, which is, you know, in my mind, a form of professional development because what people don't realize what self-management is, is, and I had to actually write down like the technical definition of it. And then I can give y'all my definition of it. So what it, and I actually, what I found was when I started researching, let me back up. When I started researching, I actually found that self-management was the actual thing. And I was like, oh, okay. I was on the right path. This is real. I ain't just make this up in my head. So I'm like, good, perfect. So it was a website called the Complete Leader website. They have an amazing, um, and I'll send you the link to this too. They have an amazing um, section on self-management. And they define it as the ability to prioritize goals, decide what must be done, and be accountable to complete the necessary actions. Actions. Comprehensive self-management involves four realms. That's mental, physical, social, and spiritual. They identify that the future, the needs of quality self-management will increase, which it has because of COVID, mm -hmm. because everybody doesn't have their bosses or their managers over their heads or their coworkers sitting in their desk, we now have to figure out how to manage everything ourselves and still get things done. And the need for that has, you know, increased. Um, more work will be done remotely, and it has been because of COVID, uh, requiring leaders and employees to possess this valuable competency. And, you know, we all need the help with managing ourselves and trying to figure out how am I going to do that if I'm a mom and I, my kid, I, I didn't enroll my child in the face-to-face -face learning, but they're doing the virtual learning like my son does. You know, he does the virtual learning. So how am I going to do my work and do help him with his work? And if you're anything like me, then you have a toddler at home and then you got to keep him occupied and then you still got to keep yourself together and keep the house together and, you know, do all this other stuff. So it's like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to manage myself? Because that's what it is. You are now starting to manage yourself. And for me, what that became is um, basically marrying and streamlining and developing, planning out the process of your day-to-day -day personal and professional life. And sometimes we don't know how to do that. And it's not that we, it's not that we, and this kind of sounds weird, it's not that we don't know how to do it, mm -hmm. it's that we we don't know how to do it, but we don't know how it looks, how, how it would look if we changed up our system. So that's what I started to do for people outside of, you know, offering that service. I wanted to pair it with something because for me, you need something tan tangible yeah. to utilize self-management with, you know, henceforth, you know, planners. <laughs> you know? So taking my love for planners and creating different planning systems and how to utilize inserts differently and creating a structure that works best for the individual person that's when I started doing self-management and incorporating that. 
So I would ask a client, you know, give me your entire schedule from the time you wake up in the morning to the time you go to bed. I want to know everything that you do. How many, if you go to the bathroom five times a day, I want to know everything. Mm -hmm. And I take that and, and I tell them, don't alter your schedule. Give me your routine as it is. And then what I do is I then look at what they, what they do on a day-to-day basis. And I try to help them reorganize that and help them find additional time within their day to get certain things done, help them prioritize their schedule. So then they can prioritize their goals. And when doing that, then I help them say, okay, well, if you have this specific goal that you want to achieve, I'm giving you this time within the day to do this. So I'm linking that time, that extra time that I found with whatever goal it is that they're or the task that they're trying to, you know, complete or do. And then I also give them tips on what to put in your planner on a day-to-day basis, what to put in your planner, like on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, you know, kind of basis and getting even more deeper into it. You know, let's say you wanted, you know, you had no idea how to set up a planner for, you know, your pharmacy program and you needed help with that. Well, what I would do is I would, you know, you have you give me all the information that, you know, you have what you need in the planner, everything. I would develop the self-management plan for you. And then I will also research more on pharmacy, you know, technicians, the pharmacy industry. And I would even look at job descriptions, of you know people in the pharmacy industry and then I will create this plan for you which is the career development piece and say hey this is what you need to be doing on a day-to-day basis and Monday you know research pharmacy job descriptions to get an understanding of what you're doing Tuesday do this Wednesday do this Mm -hmm. so I take all of that and I put it together and you know have you utilize that in your planning system and it took me two years to figure it out for myself. <laughs> so, yeah. The audience, how many times, I'm sure you've heard this multiple times, people didn't even realize they needed something like that. <laughs> All the time, people are like, oh my God, like, and, and the, easy, the easiest way that I describe it to people is I tell you what to do every day. <laughs> and people, I don't care who the most independent adult will tell you, they would rather have somebody tell them what to do every day than to try to sit there and figure it out themselves. So basically that's what I do. I tell you what to do every day based on what you already do. And it helps people. You know, I tell them what I'm offering you is, you know, you don't have to think. And for me, it's easy, except for doing my own. Cause that's just, yeah. I don't have my life together, people. Just letting y'all know. I don't. Um, even though I do this for a living, I don't. I've been doing career and professional development since 2000. And, oh, actually, no, before that, I'm about to date myself, y'all. Because I'm, I'm funny enough, I'm, I'll be 40 in four years. Yeah. I am. De- so over 15 years, I've been doing this. But doing it for myself is hard. Doing it for other people. It just flows naturally for me and it's fun for me to actually help you figure out where you can, you know, reorganize your schedule and to at least just give you a blueprint. Now, I always tell people you don't have to follow it, Mm -hmm. but at least you have a starting point. Mm -hmm. So if you start getting anxious, if your anxiety starts kicking up, if you don't know what to do, go back to that self-management guide that we created and start there or just you can change the days and stuff around. But people, when they realize what it is that I do for them, they're like, oh, yeah, I need to pay you. Just can you just 
take my schedule and just do it for me. <laughs> and I've even had people do it, um, you know, utilize my services for um, self-care. Mm. You know, they, they had self-care things that they wanted to do, but they didn't know where in my time was I going to fit this in. Mm-hmm. So I've created a, a self-care planner for people. And then I've created a, a self-care, you know, management guide. This is how you're going to implement your self-care. You know, this is what you're going to write down every day of the week. So um, like I said, I love it. I, I've been doing it professionally for so long. It just comes naturally to me because that's what I did when I worked at Dorsey. I helped my students, you know, develop their career plan. You know, what it looks like when I go to work every day, um, you know, how to keep myself organized. So, you know, self-management is literally managing yourself without, you know, having, getting to the point where you're doing it without somebody having to tell you what to do. Now, self-management is also you understanding that you need help in getting yourself (laughs) together. So it's not just, oh, okay, you know, she got her life together. No, I'm going to say it again. I do not have my life together. I have an almost three-year-old, almost eight-year-old. I got a husband. I got a life. I don't have it together. Okay. I don't, I try to get it together, but me recognizing that I need the help to get my life together and recognizing that other people need help with it too, is part of you managing yourself. You realizing there's a, a, I'm not going to even say a weakness. You realizing there's a shortcoming or a challenge that you need to overcome. You know what the challenge is. You know how, well, you know the end goal, but you don't know what to do in between to get to that point. Well, thank you so much for that. We're going to end the episode right there and we'll dive a little bit deeper in it next episode. So I want to thank Shannon again for joining. No problem. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.